Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully, coming to you once again with an early roster show of coffee and crypto live via Facebook, recording New Money Matrix podcast. How we doing out there, family? As we can see, we do have a green day starting to creep in. Ripple up 1.7%. We got EOS just coming into the green up 0.3%. Ethereum up 0.2%. Litecoin up 0.4%. BTC almost up a whole percent. Uh, Bitcoin Cash is actually up 2.3% and Bitcoin Cash SV is up 0.9%. Now, one of the top runners that we see right now is going to be Stellar Lumis, XLM, up a whopping 8.6% within the last 24 hours. Let's see, we do have Maker up 0.9%, Engine up 0.2%, Tron up 2.1%. Okay, so Tron. A lot of people were asking me about a platform that I was recently using to um, accumulate more Tron. Uh, one such platform is 888Tron, which allows you to bet. And you can see my last bet was with 300. Um, I actually won that one. I had a draw over and I pulled a 9. So I was awarded 600 extra Tron. So right now my balance is twelve hundred. I sent a thousand over here. Um, right now my balance is twelve. Twelve hundred. Let's uh, do a quick demonstration. Let's bet fifty fifty. Um, it's a multiply my winnings times two. If I if I bet three hundred to pay out, it would be six hundred. But let's do something a little safer than that. Let's go back and bet fifty. Or play fifty. And you can see right here, these are some of the bets that are going through right now. These are the payouts. These are the bets. This is real time. This is in real time, family. And the reason that they're doing this is because the more you bet, what you are awarded with are dividends in the form of 888Tron tokens. So, as you can see, and what these tokens are used for is you freeze them, essentially stake them, and you're awarded Tron. So, uh, let me see. As of right now, I received 6.07 Tron. Um, unfreeze tokens to withdraw 924 Tron as of right now. So I got 83 888 tokens frozen. Um, I got 3.28 ready to freeze. And I got 1.08 available for withdrawal. So let's take a spin of the dice real quick. Let's go ahead draw over 8. So what I'm doing here essentially is... Putting up 50 Tron that the card that flips over is going to be greater than the 8 of Diamonds. And, you know, you can create a method to this. You know, um, I'm going to bet, you know, 1 to the upside, 1 to the downside, or 2 to the upside, 2 to the downside, or 5 to the upside, down to the 2, uh, two to the downside. And, you know, you can uh, mix up the amount. You know, I'm going to bet 100 when I bet up, 50 when I bet down. You know what I mean? So let's go ahead. Let's, let's do a quick demonstration. Let's do a draw. Hopefully I win. And nope, I lost that one. So that was a drawdown. So I lost 50, lost 50 trying on that one, right? Let's spin it again. Now, all the while, while I'm doing these spins, right, I'm still gaining dividends. It was probably my time to go down. So I lost twice to the downside, right? Let's spin it again. Try one more time before we go ahead and go live. And 
on that one. I don't know if y'all seen, but I've switched it to 150 Tron because I felt good and I just won 301 Tron. Now you see my balance right here going up. And that's how I sort of gauge it. If I got so much of a ratio that has already been played, you know, I calculate in my mind, okay, we already went below eight at least twice. What's the chances of a third one coming up? You know what I mean? So in my mind, the next move is going to be to the upside. So why not? I lost 52. I lost 50 twice. Why not bet 150, make up for my losses and gain a little bit of um, extra? You know what I mean? So. That's how that's how that's how I do over here on the uh, 888. So, um, yeah, nice, quick, easy way to accumulate uh, Tron. Grand Rising, how we doing, everybody? Peace, 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 peace. So that was a good win for a day. That was a good comeback. I ain't really want to lose in front of y'all. You know what I mean? And what I do is like every 700 tokens that I gain up, I withdraw because that's equivalent to like maybe almost 20 bucks, maybe. So seven, really like 750. When I get when I get 750 in profit, I withdraw it out straight through my Tron link right back to the trust wallet. So, let's see. Got a couple of stories going to be covering um today. In fact, let me see what I can do. Copy this link, and I'll drop this in the uh, chat in case anybody wants to sign up and utilize the Tron bet or uh, Tron protocol. And all this is is a decentralized application. That's all this is. What do you mean, how do you claim it? It's, it's okay, with this uh, platform, it's connected directly to your Tron wallet. So much like the decentralized dApps that are, or decentralized apps that are created on the Ethereum blockchain, how they're connected directly to your MetaMask uh, wallet or your uh, Trust wallet, and the money or funds are really in the wallet, the money, the, the balance that I have right here, even though it shows up on the game, is what I have in my wallet. So let me uh, open my wallet up and show you. And all I got to do is withdraw this from my wallet. So let's see. Let's open that up. I wonder if y'all can see that when it opens, too, on your screen. Uh, let's see. Because what I want to do is I'm going to do a withdrawal if, if you're able to see my Tron link open up. But I don't think that it pops up on the screen share that I'm utilizing in the way that I'm using using it. No, I don't think it is. So so you won't be able to see me do a withdrawal, though. You'll see the balance go low if I do do a withdrawal. And also, um, for the couple of games that you do play, you actually, like I said, you mine the token. So right now I have um, in my Tron link wallet, I got Tron. I also have dice from when I was shooting dice, and I have 888 tokens also. So they got a lot of Tron dApps, a lot of Tron dApps available. Uh, let's see. Tron dApps. They got a lot of dApps available, period, just for different, um, different blockchains. Because you got the Tron, you got the Ethereum, you got the POA, you got the EOS. Like right here, we're looking at all the top Tron, Tron dApps, right? Majority of them are gambling for Tron. 888 falls in at number six. And then you have Ethereum, right? And the category mostly for Ethereum is probably going to be... Um, let me see. I thought it was going to be finance. 
A lot of them is gambling too, though. Crypto kitties, Lordless. Now, if we go over and we look at what is it? Um, ah, here we go. The state of DApps. The ranking, top ranking of DApps in this uh sense. You can see Steemit is number one. Drug Wars is number two. Basic Attention Token is number three. Partico is number four. MakerDAO is number five. These are the top DApps available. All, all, all platforms, all categories. Now, we can go and look at all Ethereum DApps and see who the top one is with them, with they are, uh, with Ethereum. Let me see. And we got Basic Attention Token coming in at number one. MakerDAO coming in at number two on the finance. Let's see. Let's look at the top finance. Probably make a DAO most likely. Yep. Make a DAO, Friends Fingers, Crowdfund Your Idea in a few steps. I'm going to have to check them out. They're up 643% with users. Let's check them out and see what's going on over here. And my fault if I've deviated from the usual plan of how we usually uh, start the show off. But, you know, I'm organic, so I go with the flow. Um, Friend Fingers, Friends Fingers is an open source decentralized application built on smart contracts running on Ethereum blockchain. It helps startups and small businesses to start a trustworthy crowd sale and issue an ERC-20 token with no setup costs and zero lines of code required. Okay. Furthermore, Shaka or HAK, H-A-K, the ERC-20 token issued by Friends Followers will give holders rights to be active part on platform key decisions like in a decentralized autonomous organization or a DAO. Much like MakerDAO, DigitsDAO. Uh, let's see, right now it's live. Last updated February 4th, submitted February 24th, 2018. Mm, okay. Active users on the daily 1,197, on the weekly 2,540, on the monthly 4,035. Transactions on the day they do 1,197. Okay. Over seven days they do 6,050 transactions. Over 30 days they do 31,000. Volume in ETH. Mm, looks like zero. I have to go over there and see exactly what they're doing with this. But like I said, this space is so huge. Like I, it's it's not just trading. Don't think that everything about this look compounds down here. Number, what is that? Synthetic, synthetic assets, formerly Haven. Let's see what this is. Omas Go. You see, you see, Omas Go is on the uh, Ethereum uh, under the Ethereum top ranked DApps as banking the unbanked, right? OMG at $1.30, $1.40, wherever it's at right now. Let's see. In my opinion, OMG is highly, 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 highly undervalued. Where is OMG at? Hmm. You would think it'd be bunched up over here in this little group. Let's see. What are we going on? 745. Yeah, we spent about 14, 15 minutes bullshit. We're gonna go ahead and get on to get on with the real show as I do it every morning in one every rising in one second. Let me see, where's OMG at? There we go. Dollar forty two. Highly undervalued. High, in my opinion. In my opinion, once, uh, let me go ahead and reiterate this, though, and put this out there. I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial advisor. I cannot give financial advice. I'm not a tax advisor. I'm not a tax advisor. I cannot and I will not give tax advices. Um, I am simply a guy who is sharing information about cryptocurrency. This is to be taken as only entertainment purposes. And you can take it as educational if you get something from it. But I put it out there as, in, as, a, as a source and a form of entertainment only. So let's go ahead and get into the stories real quick. Um, coming in right now, we got Forbes. 
with a story. Forbes really can't make their mind up. They say data show Bitcoin could be going higher, but why is the price flat? Now, they've been talking about the bulls are back, uh, the price is going down, uh, there's no mass adoption, the banks aren't messing with crypto, and it's like, what are you talking about? So let's see what Forbes is saying now. But we have to understand the fan base and those that Forbes caters to. So this story's been out since 3.31 a.m., um, it's only been seen by 1,347 people so far. So let's see what, what, the, what those 1,300 people are reading. Bitcoin has been trying hard to break the psychological $4,000 mark over recent months, repeatedly moving above the line only to fall back. The Bitcoin price, down some 80% from its all-time high, set almost a year and a half ago, has been stuck in a long-running bear market despite a raft of positive news and data that suggests Bitcoin, along with the wider cryptocurrency market, could be about to make a major move. Now it appears the brief rally that saw Bitcoin climb from around 3100 in mid-December to almost 4000 could be over. The Bitcoin bulls have been out in force over the last few weeks, making bold predictions about how high the Bitcoin price could eventually go, and jumping on news that the bitter crypto winner could be coming to an end. The Bitcoin price, which began February at a little over $3,400 per Bitcoin, added some 11% over the month, breaking its six-month losing streak. But the latest technical data now shows the long-term buying demand for Bitcoin has deteriorated, which could mean selling pressure could increase. Bitcoin's moving average convergence divergence, a MACD indicator, has been steadily falling since mid-February, Bloomberg first reported. And let's check that out. They say the uh, MACD. Let's go look at TradingView. I wonder if they're looking at Bitcoin, maybe global. Hmm. Maybe we need to look at it global then. Let's take a look at Bitcoin versus United States dollar. And we are going to, let me see, versus the dollar. We're going to just take a look at the MACD, see exactly how it's looking on a daily chart. So this is Bitcoin on the daily. This is the MACD down here. Let's look at a monthly chart. So this runs back to 2013. Bitcoin was trading at about 245 bucks. So you can see we had positive momentum, negative momentum. This is a monthly chart, remember. So the last two months, look at the last two months on Bitcoin. Look at the amount of buying volume. Look how high they are. Last month, what was this? The month of January was very high. The month of January was very high. February, not as high, but look how many months we had selling pressure. And then look how, how, how much buying pressure we had over the last two months. Let me see. So very high in November. Once again in January. April, my month, which is usually a good buying month. Hmm. And then midway through. Interesting. And then we had one, two, three, four, five, six months of straight sell-off. And the last two months have been, been showing us something different. Now, let's look at the 200 and the 100-day uh, moving average. See how they interact. Um, let me see. Let's look at, let's pull back and look at every three days. Hmm. Interesting. 
When is this? This was this is December. This is a three-day chart. This is the 200-day moving average crossing over the 100-day moving average to the upside. Hmm. But price action is still below the 100-day moving average. We would need this. And you see where price action was prior to. So let me see. We look at MACD. This is the moving average convergence divergence that they spoke on. Like I said, this is on a, a three-day chart. I wonder what chart they're utilizing. This is a day chart. So not as heavy, not as heavy as the negative momentum as we've seen in the past, as you can see. This is November, very, very heavy. This is what? Around September, August. This is the month of August. So the story goes on to say that the entire industry is ripe to resume a path to lower prices. Bloomberg intelligence analyst Mike McGlone wrote in a report, recent report. Conditions are akin to November, just prior to the collapse. Prices are consolidating within narrowing ranges with a few sharp bear market rallies that appear fleeting. Um... What are they looking at here? Okay, this is the Bitcoin price on the line graph. The last Bitcoin bull run, which saw the Bitcoin price explode from under $1,000 per Bitcoin at the beginning of the year to almost $20,000 by December 2017, resulted in a hangover that seen Bitcoin lose some 80% 80, 80 of its value, which, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with. I mean, it went from $1,000 to $20,000, and y'all mad that it's coming down? And, and is you know, sort of diddling around $3,000 mark? You're still up from the beginning of last year. You know what I mean? Um, can't, can't, you can't, can't please some people. Some 400 billion in value has been wiped from the cryptocurrency market over the past 12 months. Adoption stalls and banks put closely watch plans to wade into Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies on hold. I don't know about that. Hey, look, notice they continue to put this in every single story. Have we not read this exact damn near line word for word in every story we read out of Forbes? Adoption stalls and the banks, uh, have put, uh, plans on hold to... And incorporate Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Have we not read this in every single Forbes um, article that we've read about cryptocurrency or Bitcoin? Every single one. Damn near. The question of mass adoption of cryptocurrencies is one that has been pondered by many industry advocates and certainly is not without its hurdles, said uh, Matty Greenspan, senior market analyst at brokerage eToro in, in a note to clients. They said clients, but I know they meant clients. Starbucks is planning to accept Bitcoin through back by the end of the year. Burke's group in Canada has already started accepting Bitcoin for jewelry in some stores. Rakuten in Japan is also reportedly setting up an option for crypto payments that could go online soon. And then we got the million of other things that are accepting Bitcoin. Um, I don't know if anybody remembers um, Domino's recently coming out saying that they now accept Bitcoin worldwide. Um, well, not worldwide, maybe nationwide. What was that? Is it Lightning Pizza? Yep, Lightning Pizza. Here it is right here. So anyone that wants to order pizza utilizing Bitcoin, you can do so now when you are given a 5% discount, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe 0.5%. Let me see. Spend and earn crypto at Starbucks, Uber, Whole Foods, and Target. Wow, okay. So Fold allows you to... uh, Interesting. They got the Blue Wallet available for iOS and Android. The Casa available for desktop. Let me see. Let's let's download this Casa. Uh, 
This is a note, the Costa note, one for every home. Run your own piece of decentralized web with a small plug-and-play box in your home. No coding required. Now included with a Costa membership. Okay. Interesting. It's the fastest, simplest way to run your own BTC and Lightning node. Make and receive payments while strengthening the network. Interesting. How much do they want for this little thing? Made by a stellar team. Now included with your Casa membership. Okay, here we go. A balance of security, affordable, and self-service, 300 yearly subscription. Platinum, the best solution for full-service individual security needs, 1800 Diamond is 5000 for a yearly subscription. Wow. And don't think people ain't paying that. Don't think for one second people ain't paying that. But getting back to this, what we originally came over here for, but you see you can spend it in a couple of, uh, spend crypto on a couple other, uh, Assets also. Let me see. Find the nearest. Let's just go to about. So, Lightning Pizza enables you to order Domino's Pizza using the Lightning Network at a discount. Every order is 5% off. Not 0.5%. 5% off. And the transaction fee is only 0.01. It's one penny to do your transaction fee with the Lightning Network utilizing Bitcoin if you want pizza from Domino's. I'm going to say that again. They're charging you a penny. And 5% off to buy their pizza utilizing Bitcoin in the Lightning Network. Once again, I don't see the problem with mass adoption here. I don't see where it's not coming into play. And I don't see how they're not trying to cram it down your throat and give you incentives to utilize Bitcoin. You know, the writing's on the wall, family. The writing is on the wall. It's all for those who are able to catch it. You know what I mean? They actually see it. I mean, if you if you order if you're into crypto and you eat Domino's, why would you not use this? You know what I mean. Getting into the next story, Bitcoin is cheap until April. We'll never see a price at three thousand again," said one trader. Let's see what he's talking about. Despite being down eighty percent from its all-time high, a fairly large number of investors are still cautious and shorting Bitcoin in a low price range. Bitcoin shorts received a three-week high earlier this week, demonstrating a lack of confidence of investors in the cryptocurrency market and in the near-term performance of Bitcoin. That means, and they're telling you right now that all the shorts are high right now. So what do you usually do when the herd is doing one thing? I go opposite. Um, but according to a trader known to the cryptocurrency industry as Galaxy, Bitcoin at 3000 may be a rare opportunity that does not come again in the future. Why 3000 for Bitcoin is rare? According to Galaxy, since its inception, Bitcoin has established a trend of reaching a new all-time high enduring a steep decline in price, initiating an accumulation, and recovering to a new high. Based on that trend, the trader said that the investors will likely never see Bitcoin at 3000 once again after April, and the dominant cryptocurrency is en route to recovering in one to two months. He said, although prices may appear to be random, to some, they actually create repeating patterns and trends. Observing this pattern makes April the last month of cheap BTC. Now, of course, it will be cheap multiple times in the future, but never $3,000 cheap. There are several traders and technical analysts who foresee Bitcoin replicating its price movement in November, wherein it experienced three months of stability and fell by nearly 50% in the following month. If Bitcoin fails to cleanly break into the $4,000 region and surpass key resistance levels at $4,200, $4,300, analysts have said that the retest of lows of $33 and $31 is a possibility. That's what you've been asking for, Brother Kennedy, ain't it? Um, unless we break new local highs, 4,300, the trend is still bearish. 
Expecting a at least a dump back down to green support level may lower, um, said one trader. However, the trend in which Bitcoin experiences its extended period of stability and then plunges in the price right after by a large margin was portrayed once in November. In contrast, the trend in which Bitcoin hits a new all-time high and there is an 85% correction, initiation accumulation phase, and recovery has been around for 10 years of Bitcoin's existence. On a macro level, traders like Galaxy expect Bitcoin to begin its recovery the second to third quarter of 2019, a similar time frame in which industry executives expect institutions to come into the market. One concern of analysts in the cryptocurrency space has been the risk of a sudden sell-off due to the relatively low volume in the digital asset exchange market. Um, when, I was, um, when we were doing a, a beginner's workshop last night, I showed them a chart that shows you pretty much the full-out growth of Bitcoin over the last maybe seven years, eight years. Um, let's take a look at that now. ACB continues to climb, $9.15. Wow. Beautiful. Um, man, look at that. Now, this is the question to be asked. This was pumped off of new news about a new CEO. You see, we've come up, we've reached the uh, point of resistance, or what I was looking for as far as profit, and we're using that as support right now. Could we come back and uh, retest these gaps? Yes. Let me see. Where could we look at? 823 maybe? Could we come back down to 799 $8 even? I don't know. I don't know. Let's take a look at what I came over here for, which was the chart on BTC. Let's see. Where was that at? It was in the chat. For those that aren't familiar um, with TradingView, this is actually a social media site where you can interact with other traders. So this is me and one such trader uh, sharing charts back and forth. And this is one such chart that I shared with the individual. And I made this. Um, you can follow me on TradingView at CryptoGo638. Um, this was published on October 28, 2018 at 2.2004 CDT time. Um, you can see Bitcoin was trading at 6,400. I was looking at a weekly chart. And this is Bitcoin versus Bitstamp. Now, we can see the highest buying volume on Bitstamp was around 20... The end of the 2015 going into 2016. Not even around the big pump where the price went to $20,000. A lot of people bought it around this area right here, around the one what was this, 150 to 250 area, high buying volume. But we can see the route that Bitcoin took from $3, shooting all the way up to about 270, crashing back down to about 40 bucks, shooting all the way up to about 1,000, coming all the way back down, losing 75% once again of its gains, almost like how we have done up here. And then look at this, look at this uh, bull. And this right here was about two years. We ran up to 2014. This thing ran all the way deep into 2016 before it turned around. And then look what it gave you. This is from 2016 at about 200 and maybe 25 bucks, $50, all the way up to 20000 Look at that. 2016 to 2018. So when we speak about the, the route in Bitcoin, come on, man. Come on. Don't base everything off of one pump and then a retracement or a correction. Let me see. Moving right along with the story. Um, will institutional investors fuel Bitcoin momentum? Let me see who I got checking in with me. Let me make sure that we're still live. Let me make sure that we're still, um, that we are still, okay, so yeah, we're still going. 
Moving right along. Last month, Black Tower Chief Investment Officer Ari Paul said that while he has been too optimistic, has been too optimistic about the rate of institutional adoption on the cryptocurrency market, he expects institutions to arrive in Q3 of 2019. He stated, I've been too optimistic about the uh, pace of institutional adoption in the past. It's coming, but I can't estimate which quarter, whether that's this year or 2022. That will see a big spike as a humble guess, something like Q3 of 2019. Less than a month after Paul's statement, the first two public pension funds in the U.S. investment in Morgan Creek, Digital's cryptocurrency fund, officially making the entrance of institutional investors into the cryptocurrency sector. Although uncertain, depending on the pace of institutional adoption, the inflow of capital from institutions over the upcoming quarters could fuel the momentum of assets if it begins its accumulation phase in one or two months, as some traders predict. So, um, and when you really pay attention to it, big money's been in this space. It's been here. I don't know why they try to play the role like they haven't been here. And it is, they're just not getting into this and just not getting into that. Now, moving right along, um, a story coming in, and I think I may have erased it. Yep, I actually did just erase the story about Stella Lumens. Um, hmm. Do I want to go back to it? Because Stella Lumens has been pumping lately. And let's see. Let's see if we can find the Stella Lumen story. I do, I do want to cover that story just for the simple fact that they've been seeing nice gains lately. Uh, let's see. What was that? Coindesk? Let's see. Ah, here we go. And I'm really not going to run through this whole thing. They're just stating that Stella Lumen uh, came to Coinbase Pro. Now, remember, if I'm not mistaken... Coinbase Pro is only open to institutional um, investors, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Or is everybody allowed to utilize Coinbase Pro or no? Hmm. Let's see. What is Coinbase Pro? I wonder if this is only for big money. Hmm, let's see. Has announced plans to shutter its digital asset platform to launch a brand new CoinBros Pro, which will call. Okay, yeah. It will cater specifically to crypto traders. A new platform will retain GDAX functionalities. Let's see. Let me see. Let's see what they got to say. Brand new Coinbase Pro, which will cater specifically to crypto traders, while both platforms remain active. Yada, 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 Coinbase wallet, and in their future, the new wallet will combine features from the Tashi toolkit, which powers the current version of the wallet. Coinbase is hinted at the development, ERC-20s. Hmm. I wonder. But yeah, they added it to uh, Coinbase Pro, so it's seen a nice little pump. Um, we got another story that was coming out also about, that's what I wanted to look at. What was this? Synthetics? 
a decentralized synthetic asset platform. These assets since are crypto-backed synthetic assets that track the value of underlying assets and allow exposure to an asset without the requirement of actually holding it. Mmm, interesting. Interesting. I'm gonna go back and check that out. But, um, yeah. Let me see. Now we're in the red. Remember, we started off, we were kind of in the green family. Now we're right back in the red. BNB down to $14. Wow. BNB down to 14 bucks. Let me see. What I think I'm going to be doing in this market as it relates to Ethereum is most likely putting a leverage. Uh, let me see. Expotrading.com. And this is a little complicated for those that aren't too good with numbers and percentages. Because what you have here are ERC, ERC20 tokens in the form of short positions and long positions. So you can short ERTH to, uh, 3 to 30. You can leverage it long 3 to 30. You can short it um, 3 to 15 and leverage it long 3 to 15. Now, what does this mean and why is the price 70, 64, 97, and 71? And what do these 24 hours mean? When we come over here and we look at about it, so the SETH or short Ethereum is a token representing a short position on Ethereum. Pay attention. Whenever ETH goes down $1, right? ETH gains a dollar in value, right? So when ETH goes down, this right here goes up. When ETH goes up, this goes down. The price of short ETH is 3 um, to 30. And it's calculated as 204.42 die or $204 times the current price of die, which is uh, $1. Take away the interest times the current price of Ethereum. Now, just to put that in perspective, it's 204.42 die times 99 oh, Okay, so right now die is 99 cents. Take away the 1% interest times. $132.35, and that gives you $70.81. That probably confused a lot of people. Um, but basically, you come over here and you purchase these tokens, and they allow you to short or long the position. That's basically it. So I'm probably most likely going to come over here and put a long position in. Let me see. Probably wait for this to come back down to like around 131 maybe, and put a, a, a long position in. I'm not feeling shortened. Let me see. Let's take a look real quick. Let's see what Ethereum shorts are looking at right, looking at, looking like right now. Oh, the shorts are up. Okay. This is Ethereum versus USD. This is the short graph. The shorts are up right now. Hmm. Interesting. Let's go back. Let's look at Ethereum versus USD on Coinbase. And you see how it's almost directly opposite. You see the price of Ethereum going down, but the, the, uh, the short amounts are going up. Hmm. Let's see. What do we have here? This is a 15-minute chart. Let's look at a day chart. Let's open this up a tad bit. I know some people have talked about an inverse head and shoulders. I'm trying to find it. Which this may be, I guess. 
Let's see. It may. I guess. I guess maybe. Let me see. So I guess we will be waiting for maybe maybe eh, not too sure. Right now we're consolidating. Right now you got consolidation. So now on another note, when we look at this utilizing our fib levels. And we pulled it from a swing low, or no, excuse me, a swing high to a swing low, right? And we look at it in that aspect. We've come down, we've hit rock bottom. We've come up, we went through the 23, came back down, tested it, bounced back up. We tried testing the 50% re uh, retracement level a couple of times, got knocked down both times. And we can see that we did consolidate momentarily around the 38 Came back down, found support at the 23, broke below the support level, turned that into resistance. Resistance. Came back up, used it as support, came up 23, no, excuse me. The 382 would then, was then treated as resistance before we broke it, treated it as support. Wasn't a hold any type of gains, was instantly rejected hard back down to the downside. And what we're seeing here pretty much is a floor. We're making another floor there. Interesting. Now, when we look at it in this aspect, what we can do now is pull another Fibonacci, right? Now we can pull it from our swing low. To our swing high. And now it's going to give us a more of an outlook as far as where we are um, consolidating now versus the previous numbers. So, remember, this is the 23... Let me see, what are we looking at here? Hold on. So that's the 23 and the 38 and the 50. Now we have the 23, the 50, 61, right? Swing low to swing high. We have us coming down. Okay, so we came down and we tested the 50 already, right? Let me erase this other one because I, I don't want it cluttering up. Um, or this is what we can do. I can just switch these over to the other side like so. Let me slide these over to the left side. There we go. Now we can see a lot clearer. Um, uh, see, I wasn't trying to erase that. I was trying to erase this head and shoulders. Let me get rid of that. There we go. All right, now, what we can see, swing low to swing high. You see we came up, broke back down. This is your um, highest point within this new move. And what you see is we came down instantly, 
Found our support level momentarily at the 38, wasn't able to hold, broke down. I mean, we, I'm talking about came down and lightly touched the 50% retracement level. Lightly touched that 50. Was instantly rejected by the bulls, brought back up. And right now we found support right below the 38. So the 38 is being treated as resistance right now on the daily chart. So right now, um, let me see, what's that? That's $123. So your 50 is $123. Hmm. This is what you want to watch out for, especially those that have CDPs created right now. Um, if we break the threshold of $123, I would pay off the loan of said CDP or put a little bit of Ethereum on it. Remember, they're not financial advice. This is what I would do if my um, if Ethereum drops around $123. I would pay, pay some Ethereum on it to lower my liquidation price, maybe down to maybe $80, bucks, maybe $75. You know what I mean? Um, especially if you're up in any type of profit, you should be slowly but for surely sending Ethereum over, lowering those CDP uh, liquidation prices. So, um, yeah. That's Ethereum family. Um, let's see. EOS is another one that I'm uh, pretty, pretty uh, heavily invested in. So definitely going to keep a lookout on them. But let's get to the countdown real quick. I don't even know how we got, got uh, sidetracked like that. Let's go ahead and look at the countdown. Let me go ahead and see if we got any. Uh, I'm tired of, tired of articles about institutional investors. Them motherfuckers been investing all year. man. They've been investing for about five years. Started doing the research. They've been investing for about five to like three years. Um, it's not. I have a pro account. Okay, so you got a pro account. Good time to load up on BNB. Um, we can take a look at BNB real quick. Let's take a look at BNB and see how it's looking on the chart real quick. BNB versus Tether. And you already know I've had all these here already. So we just came, look, we came down and we tested. What was that? Easily could have used these right here. 40, 14.53. What was our, what did we come down to? Our low was 14.56. Barely right above my level of... of I don't know, I got fit 14.54. It was two pennies above my level of support. Two pennies above my level of support. When did I put that there? Because it's not, let me see, what was that based off of? Hmm, interesting. So we're saying, uh, let's see. I mean, the trajectory that, that BNB is on right now, you would literally, literally be buying the top. If you, were, if, you, if you never invested in Binance Coin before and you chose to invest right now, I'm going to tell you something. You would literally be buying the top right now. You would, I'm talking about, man, you would be buying the top. You know what I would suggest? If you have money that you wanted to invest in BNB, I would put that money to the side in the stable coin. Maybe set a stop buy above where we're at right now and allow it to go ahead and retrace. Because let's just say right now, let me see, the highest point has been momentarily on Binance is $15.56. So if it had if it broke out again, it would have to crack that, right? I would set an order maybe at like fifteen eighty five, right? Because I'm 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 looking for a breakout. If we break out, then there's no telling where it's gonna run. And if it breaks through, it's, it's gonna it's gonna so it's gonna make up for you not buying in at fourteen fifty. You know what I mean? But if B and B decides to sell off, right? And your order stays at fifteen eighty five, and it never retests these, it never retests these highs again. And it starts to sell off. What you've done is secured yourself to buy in at a lower price. And once it starts breaking, you know, the support levels to the downside, 
then you start, you know, entering gradually. A little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit there, a little bit there. You know, depending on how low it about how low it um retraces. I mean, let's let's do this real quick. Let's get our fib levels. In fact, let's uh hmm. Let's look at it versus true USD. Whoa, that's not what I want to see. There we go. Let's just look at some uh, retracement levels. Now it doesn't matter that we don't have all the uh, all of the graph. I just want to look at pullbacks. So we can see utilizing a day chart, right? And I'm, I'm going to do this a couple of different ways, my, macro and micro. Utilizing a day chart, you can see a pullback to $12.79, $11.11. Really, your normal levels of retracement are between $38 and $61. So you can pull back anywhere between $11 and $8.41 if this thing wanted to follow any type of um, ruling. Now, let's play with it. We had a pump. We fell back. $13 between $10 and $13. $9.50 and $11.70. We had another rally and then a pullback, which we used to pull back as our base, right? Use the pullback as your base. In fact, let's do this real quick. Let's see exactly how this thing ran and what the pullbacks were like. So we started at $4. We ran up to $7.21, right? Look at that pullback. Came down, retested that $3.38 at $5.98, right? Retested that $5.98 pullback, bounced from there. Now, let's look at, now, man, look at that flash crash right there. That was a nice one if anyone caught that. Very nice one. So, where was that pullback? That pullback was right here. That was our, hold on, let me see. Was that our first rally? Hold on. This was the first rally. Ah, okay. So that first rally from $4 up to $6.95, which was beautiful, had a full pullback. Look at that. Normal levels of retracement. Let me blow this up a little bit. I know I could probably see it better than most. I apologize for that, family. And this is what you, if you, get, if you really want to learn this, this right here is what it takes. I mean, we, we can spend, I can spend damn near an hour doing an analysis on one coin. So the first run-up we had, look at the pullback. Nice run-up. Broke down. First level of support was found where? 38. After that, broke down, 50. After that, tested, 61.8. Rejected, 50 became support, 38 became strong support, broke through 23, tested that one time, consolidated to the downside. Look what happened now. We rolled out, rolled out, broke that, re that form of resistance, but was strongly rejected, came down, retested that 38, and then bazam, blew off after that. So, what do we do now? We had, of course, another rally. So now we extend. Let's see what the... And I'm showing you what I'm, I'm doing this for a reason, to show you the type of pullbacks you've had in the past and why you can expect pullbacks in the future. So we had another run-up, right? This is our swing high. Broke down, tested 23. Wasn't able to hold, broke down, tested 38. Support, though... The Bears did test that 50% retracement level at $8.66. Rejection from the Bulls, supported at 38, another blast off. Right? 
Let's do this one more time. Family, if y'all want, you can donate at any time, at any time at uh, Cash App, dollar sign, Alamarak. That's A-L-A-M-I-R-A-K-L-A-L-A-M-I-R-A-K. If you want to support me, my channel, and my analysis. Um, now we're looking at the next blast off, right? Once again, that's Cash App, dollar sign, A-L-A-M-I-R-A-K. Very appreciative of any donations that I do get. Also, if anybody else has any coins that you want to take a look at, don't hesitate on asking. I do this all the time. Now, what do we see? Low, swing high. Broke down, look at our first test. The 23. Classic play, right? Came back up, a double test. Right now, breaking back down. So what can we look for? Hmm, possibly a pullback to 13.8. Maybe even 13.9, $14 even maybe. Now, your normal levels of retracement are what? Between 38 and 61. That's 1281 and 1116. Though, if you have a strong asset, you can normally see a pullback between 23 and 50. That's 1381 and 1199. Right? So, that's what you're looking at uh, with BNB token, family. And that's just a short, quick put out analysis. I wasn't too, you know, I didn't, I didn't even like do too much. HS. What is h and Is that a stock? Let's see. He said h and Oh, head and shoulders. My fault. I know what you're speaking on. My fault. My fault. My fault. Um, but yeah. Let's see. Oh, I accidentally pinned your comment. I don't know why I did that. Alright. So, family, with that being said, let's go ahead and get into the real countdown, man. My apologies. I know I, uh, let me see how much time we got on the New Money Matrix podcast. I don't want the time to run over too much. Let's see how we're looking over here. We got 50 minutes, so I got 10 minutes. Let me go ahead and get to this countdown. Nah, all is well, Brother Kennedy. All is well. Like I say, family, I, I, I tell people all the time, if you want a technical analysis, throw the coin out there. We'll take a look at it, run through, see exactly what we're looking at. Um, anyways, and this is basically, uh, I mean, for those that want to sign up for the um, upcoming chart, the technical analysis class, you're going to learn, uh, uh, um, not a majority of this, you're going to learn the basics of this so that you can set yourself up and do exactly what I just did. I did about three micro um, projections utilizing Fibonacci retracement, showing you what type of uh, pullbacks we have in order to give you a view of past performance, even though it's not indicative of future, uh, of future performance. Past results are not, you know what I'm saying, you can't base the future off past results, though you can use it and learn from it, so... Um, definitely, 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 uh, I like that myself, in fact, this is definitely going to go on the YouTube channel, um, let me see, so let's go ahead and see what we're looking at, right now we got 134 in the circulating market cap, we have uh, a 24-hour volume right now of 13695181709 dollars BTC dominance right now is only at a 50 point. 9% dominance. Coming in at number one, we got Big Bank Hank Bitcoin trading at $3,905, down 0.4% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $132, down 0.7% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in at number three, we got XRP trading at $31, no, excuse me, 31 cents, trading down against the US dollar, 2.47%, up 0.05% within the last 24. Coming in at number four, you got Litecoin trading at $56.21, down 1%, up 0.3% within the last 24 hours. Hmm. I want to show y'all something. I want to show, show, show individuals out there something. How this can be a bit misleading 
Um, ah, never mind. Well, uh, yeah, I'll say that for another time. Coming in at number four, we got, no, number five, we got EOS trading at $3.59. Just know that there's a difference between the USD value and the um, BTC value when you're trading, depending on what currency you're trading in. If you're not trading in USD, then I suggest you pay attention to the currency base that you're trading or that you're using. Uh, coming in number five, we got EOS trading at $3.59. Right now, it's down 2.21% within the last 24, up 0.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number six, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $130.71, down 0.5% within the last 24, up no, excuse me, up 0.5% within the last 24, down 0.03% within the last hour. Coming in at number seven, we got Stellar Lumens trading at $0.11, cent, up 6.5% within the last 24. Brother Polo, if you're watching right now, I know you like all them loom dooms I've been sending you. Coming in at number eight, we got Binance trading at $14.09. Down right now 2.6% within the last 24, up 0.2% within the last hour. Coming in at number 8, we got the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar, USDT, United States dollar tether, trading at $1.02. Right now it's up 0.05% within the last 24. Coming in at number 10, we got Tron, TRX, trading at $0.02. Cent. In fact, let's go ahead and get a spin real quick. Let's get a spin in. Tron right now at two cent down point six no up point six percent within the last twenty four. Cardano at four cent down one point two within the last twenty four up point eight percent within the last hour. Coming in number twelve we got Bitcoin SV up point three percent within the last twenty four and up zero point three percent within the last hour. Coming in number thirteen we got Monero trading at fifty one dollars and eleven cent up point zero eight uh point eight percent within the last twenty four point two percent within the last hour. Coming in number fourteen we got IOTA trading at a dollar eighty no excuse me. Trading at $0.29, cent, up 1.8% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 15, we got Dash trading at $88.51, down 4% within the last 24 hours. Look at all them fours on Dash. Four, four, four. Down 0.04% within the last hour, down 4.04% within the last 24, and it just changed. Now we got one, one, one. All right. Coming in at number 16, Maker, one of my personal favorites, trading at $654.00. Down 0.03% within the last 24, though it's up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in at number 17, we got Neo trading at $8.89. Down 1.75% within the last 24, up 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in at number 18, we got Ontology trading at $0.98. Down 2.88% within the last 24, up 0.6% within the last hour. Coming in at number 19, we got Ethereum Classic at $4.28. With a loss of 0.6% within the last 24, though it's gained 0.1% within the last hour. Coming in last but not least, knocking Bolt out of the way. At number 20, we have Neem trading at Four cents. Right now, it's up three percent within the last twenty-four. In fact, three point two percent to be exact, and up 04 percent within the last hour. Family, that is your top twenty coins within Coin Market Cap. Family, do we have any questions? Any comments? Let's go ahead and get the top runners in the top one hundred coins going real quick. Let's see, top twenty-four. Lisk at number one. Juan Paint Coin at number two. Metaverse at number three, Electronium at number four, Nano at number five, Arc at number six, Stella at number seven, Wax at number eight, Crypto.com at number nine, Insight at number ten, Engine Coin at eleven. Then we got Verge, Neem, Made Safe Coin, and we don't have uh we don't have huge gains over the last twenty four hours as we had over the last couple of days. So um the highest gain we got is out of list at fourteen point two percent, which is actually nice though. Fourteen percent gain is definitely nice over a last uh twenty four hour. Let's see, on the top hour list, we got Crypto.com, OneCoin, Engine, Dynamic, Dano, Nano, excuse me, Populous, Moak, Digitex Futures up 1.8% after being down 1.5% in the last 24. Definitely one of my uh, strongholds. 
Pundix up 1.7% within the last 24 hours. Another one. Um, let's see who we got. Um, what else do we want to look at? Top 20, biggest gainers, biggest losers. Hmm. Let's take a look real quick. Let me see. So what should I bet here? What should I bet here? Should we do a draw over? A draw under? Um, should I bet 100? 50? Let me get some input from the family. Let me get some input from the family. Grand Rising, everybody. Grand Rising. Let me get some input from y'all. What should we do? A over? Let's check out those depressed coins. My man Maurice wants to go check out those coins as a down. Okay. No doubt. Let me go ahead and uh, throw something in here real quick. Let's do 50. Let's do over. Remember, I just won 300, so I can bet 50 and still be nice if I lose. Um, let me see. I'm going to have to extend this for another hour. Let me see. Extend that for one hour. Accept. And you can put this on auto trade also, where it just trades exactly what you want it to do. Let's see what happens. Do I got a win? Do I got a loss? And we got a loss. Let's pull that one more time with the over. If we go under, I'm going to do one more over at a higher amount, though. One more loss. Now, let's do 150 to the upside. I may lose this one, too. Let's see. Do we got a loss or a win? One more loss. Let's do 350 to the upside now. And now I'm playing with high stakes. And this is money, of course, that I'm, uh, you know, I'm comfortable with losing. So I got 350 shooting to the upside. Let's see, can I win 700? <whistles> Hit me. Let's see, what do we got? Seven. Let's go balls to the wall. Let's do 700. See if we can clock in. Right? Let's see if we can clock in real quick on the over. Remember, I'm still I'm still um mining also. Boom, just won 1300 Tron. So that just made up for all the losses. And you see my Tron balance going up right now. There we go. Yep, just like Blackjack. Alright, so let's go ahead and check out some of those depressed coins. And now I'll start back small, trading with 50s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah, I just made all that back. In fact, let me go ahead and this is what I'm going to do. Let me withdraw 300 coins. Since I just won 13 back, let me withdraw 300. Give me one second. Let me get my address. And like I said, that's the thing about this. You can always take all your money out if you want. Your money's not locked in at any time. Um, let's see. I may have already had the address saved, but just to be safe. Let me go ahead and copy it again. Let's see. Let's look at... Where is it at? Where would it be at? Loading... 
So bear with me, family. Bear with me. Um, let me see. In fact, you know what I'm going to do? Since we're done with the countdown, done with the news, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to end New Money Matrix podcast. I want to thank everybody that's going to tune in and listen to that. Until the next podcast, this is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.